All right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? I'm stealing Trevor's job just because Trevor's... All right, everyone, welcome to the ZZP Power Hour. <laughs> just what? kidding. A, I hate we, this guy. We got a good crew today. We do. We're pretty excited. It's a very opinionated podcast. What are you doing? I'm putting it on silent like a responsible person. We've got Al here You're for the first time in Sometimes. three or four months, I think. <laughs> Ryan here for the first time in six months. In nine months because our old guy... Didn't ever want me to be up here anymore because I talk too much. <laughs> that guy. Hey, guys. What? Tim and myself. Tim. Yep. So let's jump and right into it. Beak. Episode 103, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. So, today, we're going to have an opinionated talks on why GM does stupid stuff and the decisions they are making with their vehicles. I think that's what we're talking about today, isn't that correct? Yep. Yep. I've got some topics here. I'll get us started. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do it because otherwise I'll just go on a rant and but no one else get yeah, to talk. Yeah, we've got a lot to get through because there's a lot of suspect stuff yeah. GMs does. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I we could bring it on that one pretty pretty easily. Yeah, I was going to be like, man, Ryan's mouth runs a nine. What's my quarter mile mouth time up to now? Nine flat, man. Nine flat. We'll try to keep up with the chat too. So if you guys have other parts of GM that you know that are weird moves, feel free to add them in. But, uh, Number one. They say turn Ryan way the fuck downs, dude. Uh, is that Kate? Is that Kate Kate? I don't know. All but right. I like her. That should be better now. Why do you want to hurt my feelings so much? It's not so much a want as it is just a natural need. Thing. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> the first one that comes to my mind is... you turn up the lights? <clears throat> no, we can't turn up the lights. The lights are the same. They've, they've never All right, changed. let's get the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're going way off <laughs> they're, topic. They're, right. they're trying to distract you. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, worst thing that GM did, marketing a two-liter ATS and Camaro. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't want to start talking about this because I was just going to rant forever. Al, Tim, Trevor, you guys want to go first? Or I mean, you're, you, you daily at 2.0 yeah. ATS. So. Yeah. No, I think that um, – so it, just to kind of get into the topic, uh, GM in general – for certain things, it's really, really not good in marketing, especially to a very specific crowd. It seems like all GM wants to do is to market to the old guys that like V8s. And that's literally all they like to market to, which annoys me because they have a m lot of other offerings that could do well. And then the way that they decide to do things. So on the object of the Camaro and the ATS, no one, I I'm going to start on the Camaro. The Camaro, if you look at it in a vacuum, is a really good idea. It's a entry-level, four-cylinder, rear-wheel drive turbo with a big aftermarket, great platform, handles well, does everything well. But the biggest problem with the Camaro, 100%, is that it's a Camaro. It is a base model Camaro. That is a problem. There is always a better option for spending the money for it, essentially. See, we got Philly D in the chat saying, why put a four-cylinder Camaro? Or four cylinder in the Camaro. That's that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's the mindset. Yeah, they should have, have called it something else. Yes, like um, we talk about here. If they would have made it its own model, like let's say, you know, obviously you guys don't crucify me for this. Let's say they brought back the Chevette or the Chevelle and made it a four cylinder only and made that like the. How top about model. brought back the Solstice or the Sky, sure. but like a Chevy version? Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. They could have brought it, give it a different name. Done something with it, give it like a top model. Like it could have Brembo's and cool seats and does all these different things and made its own model because it would have appealed to a different set of people versus, and oh, you got a Camaro, but you didn't get the VA version. Why would you do that? And I see, I'm not like the whole thing, oh, why do you put, you know, a four cylinder in, in a muscle car? No, they, they originally came with four cylinders. You know, I, I, I don't mind that. And Ryan and I were talking in the office the other day. Um, like you compare it to the Camaros and it's a terrible car, but. If you take a rear-wheel drive car that makes the power the Camaro does with a four-cylinder and compare it to a BRZ, a BRZ, uh, Kappa's, S2000, like, it's the best one It's, it's a, yeah. out yeah. of any rear-wheel drive if manual you, if car you, you Yeah, buy. if you literally look at it, compare it to what else it is, it's great. Yeah, right. and, no, and the, it's the only reason it sucks is the fact that the uh, other Camaro models exist. Yes, mm -hmm. correct, like 100%. That's, that's was such a huge... Missed mark, yes. and it's and it's not like they can't use that chassis, but put a different body on it. Yes. like you can have uh, the ATS and the Camaro use the same chassis. Yep, both So how about just put a different front and rear clip on it and different doors yep. on that chassis and and bring back the Pontiac Solstice? Yeah, 
you know, uh, so that's its own car. Chevrolet Solstice or whatever whatever it is. Like, yep. I 100% agree. Just like, anything that isn't Camaro. Correct. Yes. Yes. Like, it's just they, they the fact they gave it the Camaro name, which in a little bit is kind of cool because it is, you know, you have the Camaro aftermarket. You like all, like, you know, with Camaro, you have all the lips and you have all the eBay stuff. You have all the wheel trim. You have all these other things that go with it. But yet that's its biggest strike back point in my opinion. Like, it's um, – Good. Yep. Um, so that that's like its biggest point that works against it because because let's say someone gets an LTG car and they blow it up and like, well, I can just get uh, the same Camaro with the V8 in it for like the same price and make more power. It's hard to argue with them. It is. It like it's. No, it's convenient that the other models made the aftermarket larger for stuff that isn't engine related. Yeah. yeah. But it's it seems like that's completely overshadowed by the. Oh, could have had a V8. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some, some of evidently my mic is low. I, he, I don't hear myself anymore. So uh, Apparently it's better now, but oh. we're waiting to see. Okay. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, I can't hear him at all. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Hopefully yeah, we're right on the clipping point in our headsets, so it's super oh, weird to try to that. hear. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, But, yeah, it's the biggest fact that, like, like Al said, there's another option that you're, you're comparing the Camaro against the Camaro. Versus and they came out with it right in like the worst gas crisis time so they mm-hmm. had like the perfect setup to mm-hmm. make a four-cylinder economy yep. camaro work but yeah i mean it's <laughs> old, i mean it's the same thing with the ecoboost granted the ecoboost is doing a little bit better than the camaro so you know mm-hmm. the engine's a little bit bigger than their the people seem to want to go faster in those but it's just it seems that camaro's continue to miss the mark and then like if if you're ever com- uh, most camaro guys ltg camaro guys are competing against other ltgs and camaro guys are not competing on the on the grand stand of things versus right it would be so cool if the ltg camaro wasn't a camaro like say that we can compete against brz's and yeah. all the other rear wheel drive you know affordable cars out there but it doesn't it just you know people just oh it's just a camaro oh, why would you why would you get the base model Camaro? Like you look at, you're getting the base model versus the other one. Yeah. Um, I think the EcoBoost. I've seen a couple people mention the Solstice being ugly. I mean, uh, I, I kind, I kind of agree. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's everybody's opinion, but keep in mind the Solstice is an old car now. I mean, yeah. when I bring yeah. this up, I, I mean like bring it back like a, a new, new body style. <laughs> yeah, guys, mm-hmm. you, you know, did, like, he literally didn't mean like <laughs> like actual. Solstice. I don't mean like pull the dies out and yeah. press out, pop no. out new um yeah. new 2006 Solstices. Yeah, no. He I mean like a 2020. Yeah. Well, geez, like a 2023, yeah. you know, Chevy, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. Give it a different name, like, get, but, but the same idea of it. So we're talking about ideas and concepts this mm-hmm. time, guys. So um, I got a new one. Yeah. Um, where, like, what does GM compete with, like, the Focus RS? Nothing. Yeah. That GM has not a single go-fast all-wheel nope. drive car. Nope. No, that's always been so frustrating because the parts are there. The first one in, I don't know, I'm going to make up some years, but the first one in, like, what, uh, 15 or 20 years is the Escalade V? Yeah. Or the CT... CT4. No. No, CT4, CT5. The CT6 V Blackwing? Yeah, it's all-wheel drive. That's all-wheel drive V8. But they made that for, like... A half a year. A half a year, like <laughs> only six hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, like, and they're all, and they all sold before the f- the first one took ownership of it. Like yeah. they all sold, and they were out of stock for you know who knows how long, and who knows how many of them even were made. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you have like two all-wheel drive performance cars, and I mean a CT6 isn't even like really a performance car. No, it's like, a big luxury car. What, what about a, a an all-wheel drive Sonic or yep. you know an all-wheel drive? cruise hatchback you know yeah. like something yeah. so, uh, a sporty small all-wheel drive performance yep. car so and it get to, to get on that uh matt meekoff's in the chat guys i just and, read that that's a good point and matt and I, i'll read it out loud so everyone doesn't miss it um matt says remember remember when we released the centrifugal kit for the grand prix gt the ba- the naturally aspirated the monte carlo ss guys were coming from all over the country to have them installed and the reason was because they had already bought the top model of the monte carlo ss and wanted more uh, wanted more and that would be the same thing for the the Camaro, if it wasn't the Camaro, 
because there isn't a direct upgrade. If it was a four-cylinder turbo, bam, easy. And a g I want to get on your point really hard, Tim. Uh, kind of just hit on the ATS. GM did not market the ATS at all. No one knows what they are. No, Every time I go to the gas station, I put not a V. It's like, oh, man, is that a CTSV? No, it's an ATS. It's a smaller one. They, It's a small three-series competitor car. It's a, it's a they're pretty decent car for what it is. It's cheaper than them. And it's and they just didn't market. They didn't market ATSV. No one knows what ATS is, and that's GM's failure. I didn't know it. they existed until ZZP. Me neither. Hundred percent. I thought they were all CTSVs. Yep. No. Like I thought that's <laughs> the only thing Cadillac makes CTSs. But now on to the hot hot hats comment. The Gen Two Cruise is their biggest. It's a great car, but it's a, their biggest failure. Yeah. Yeah. Not even yeah. talking the all-wheel drive ones like Tim mentioned. Well, like and like the the Sonic, they c were Sonic. so close. Yes. Yep. But why so buy a Sonic close. when you could get a Focus like, The SD? manual yep. trans all-wheel drive parts already exist. Yep. And they just, nah. Nah. Our yep. customers don't want that. Which is Are obviously you kidding me? not true. Like, literally, look at the Focus ST. They're selling everywhere because there's nothing else in that market, even front-wheel drive, mm -hmm. that competes with it. Um, uh, Speedo Jansen said, Buick Regal RS. Yeah, but that's not really a performance entry-level hat hatch car. The, and the Regal GS's all-wheel drive in the LTG is not good. It robs. It's he, that, the re, I've, I had one as a daily, and they're great dailies, but they are not fast. Yeah. It is a heavy, not fast The car. The parasitic losses of the all-wheel drive, like, Regal is terrible. Terrible. Like, terrible. Yeah, they're it's way worse in that car than it is in the ATS. Way yep. worse. 100%. Yeah, the ATS is okay. Yeah. The uh, it's, like it's auto taller. manual, like, it, it it's seems, okay. Like, on the ATS, it's like a, a fair trade. Yeah. 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 Well, because well, the regional is horizontal yeah, engine, yeah, right? Transver yeah, transverse. All the transverse model ones, it's yes. in the rat, you know, do a bunch of different stuff. But, like, it, going back to the Cruise or Sonic, GM, why does it – like, granted, the 1.4 is a great engine. Obviously, Al has tuned them, and we put night, we've done great stuff with the 1.4. But imagine, why does the Sonic RS – why is the RS a appearance package trim? Why does the RS not have a 2.0 LNF or LHU or yeah. any 2-liter in it? Yeah. A, imagine a two-liter Sonic making 270, 250 out of the box. <laughs> I imagine it'd be a cheaper car and a much more competitive car than it'd a Focus SD. It'd be a SD. super competitive car. I mean, like my gripe my gripe with the engine cubes is that why did you release a car that requires boost to maintain highway speed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 1.4 liter should be like a 1.5 or 6. Yeah. Like a yeah. 1.5 maybe, but like a 1.6 would probably be magical. Yeah. It and it wouldn't be that hard to do. No, well, like a, if you took yeah. the turbo off of the LUV, LUJ, you would not be able to drive 80 mile an hour. <laughs> yes. You can't, unless you were downhill or had a tailwind, because they cruise in boost. They have to have boost yeah. to maintain speed. Well, it goes back to, do you think GM actually spec'd out the cars, or do you think they looked at what do we have in the warehouse right now? I think it was a little mix of both. <laughs> um, because... When it comes to hypermiling, uh, there's lots of people. People argue in that. Oh yeah. G what would you even call it? That group, even <laughs> as much as that cult, <laughs> as much or more than the performance guys do. Yep. But one of the things that they talk about, and it kind of makes sense. I think it was Steve was telling me about it. Go figure, mileage stuff. Yep. Like the <laughs> there was Geometro guys hypermiling back when those were like a hot thing to have and like everywhere they drove they just put it in fifth and floor it because if there's no vacuum then the pistons aren't pulling down yeah. yep i can see you, it. you have less pumping losses the closer you are to atmospheric pressure yep which uh, it, okay that, that has merit yep but you're it's hard on the engine you don't have a good pcv function your oil's not going to stay as clean and then you end up in scenarios like the the Sonic on the highway, or my 2.4 terrain that I have yeah, that pretty much runs wide open throttle Yeah. by the time you're at half pedal. Going yep. beyond that just changes the shift points. Yep. Um, two, it's so two, bad. Two things in the comments I saw. Uh, someone asked, uh, Tim, and you can get on this one. A, a guy said, in one of my videos in the ATS Top 5 Mods, I mentioned not to do top speed runs in a 2-liter uh, LTG when it's stock. Tim, why don't we do that? Because you won't make it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna ch one of the pistons is gonna melt. Yeah, <laughs> the the LTG in factory form is not very good for that kind of stuff. You may get lucky a few times. Don't go doing top speed runs. That's a bad idea. You'll probably break it. Um, we had a guy that Tim was remote tuning with early, 
or uh, I think think yesterday. He didn't even let his LTG warm up in his oh. tuning. He it's like 120 degree cooling test. He goes out and floors it. Uh, one, you know, one, two, three, four, five, or whatever. Yeah, he Ooh. he did like a full like top speed run on an engine that was like 120 degrees. No, please don't wow. do that. Um, and I e- uh, I obviously emailed emailed him back, and I'm like, uh, next time you might want to let the engine get up to temp. This yep. is yeah. an LTG. Like this thing is always ready to blow up anyway, and you're giving it just that much more reason to yeah. like. Yep. Whew. Um. Then I saw I saw a few people making comments about the Cobalt. Yeah. They're saying the Cobalt should have been rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. I actually disagree. I hard disagree with that. I think that the Cobalt, for what it was, it was trying to compete against the Civic, the RSX, and the SRT4 at the time. And, uh, and you know, cars mm-hmm. that are like that. That was GM's competitor. The LSJ was literally competing against those three cars at the same time. I think that was a success, though. I, yeah, do, I, I do think, think, I think the Cobalt is a yeah. successful, successful car. Mm-hmm. People are still modifying them. The LSJ is still good. The LNF is still good. Like, they but once again, GM failed at marketing. Yep, they did not that market that That Cobalt LNF, like, that thing, like, had it, it placed super high on the Nürburgring mm-hmm. list for times. Like, that is a really fast chassis that I never saw a commercial ever talk yep. about performance. No. no. Well, I saw the never saw the ATS. Most people you talk to don't, don't know, know they came turbo. Yeah. They think they're all yeah. supercharged. Yeah. Well, there is a one commercial for the Cobalt. And it's the LSJ commercial when it's bumping the Corvette. That's the only commercial for it. That's it. There's nothing else. I've never seen that commercial. Yeah, see? Like, the <laughs> you know, only reason I know about it is because it was posted on the Cobalt forums back in And that day. commercial, like... You've seen it before. That commercial would have done something for me because when that car was new, that was like my era of the first chance that I could afford to buy a new car. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't even know about it. I was, I remember um, I was looking at um, the Mazda Speed 6. And the, the 3, Mazda Speed the, 3. Yep, the, the Speed 3. I was looking at the RSX. Mm-hmm. I was looking at all these cars and didn't even know about the Cobalt, yeah. really. That's like that's what GM does though. They they wow. they have all these cars. They never market anything sporty or performance wise. But it's kind of in, in kind of circling back to the um, the hot hatches. It's like all the rage right now. Look at the Focus RS. Look at the Focus ST. GM. Why don't we have that? The like, Fiesta ST. The Fiesta ST. That could is literally a Sonic. It is a one six. And it comes with like fifty more horsepower than the Sonic. And they're making them super fast. Why? Why? Do you have a 1.4 and all the trims, and you can't have, like, there's a base model Fiesta, and there's a Fiesta ST. And the ST gets for Carl seats, all the cool steering wheel, gets all the cool stuff. People like all the cool stuff. If I was going to do something like, if you told me the Sonic RS came with Recaro's and all this other stuff, I'd be down. Yeah. Overseas, the Adam S. Yeah. Guys, overseas, they get the cool stuff. There is a 1.4, look it up, it's called the Opal Adam S. Thing this thing awesome. This thing can fit in this table, the space of this table. <laughs> it's super tiny. But it comes with Recaro's, it has a 1.4, and people love them over there. It is an appropriate-sized car for that engine. Well, Correct. Yeah, that's Correct. the big thing. Yes. But, yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about, like, the, like if they would have made the Cobalt all-wheel drive back in the day, it would be a more of an Evo competitor and stuff. But that's not yep. what the car was made for. Then you, you need to make a better car for that. The Cobalt was made to compete against Civics and all that other stuff. Yeah, Captain Slow, GTI, Golf R, Corolla GR, Veloster, Kona N. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Yeah. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's 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 very, very frustrating to hear that GM does this stuff. You know, yeah. again, so we have the lack of hot hatches right now, even though because the, the cruise, the, the second gen cruise, in my opinion, is a perfect hot hatch. Same with the Sonic. Two great hot hatches that are, are under-engined, of course, because it's not a V8 and it's not supercharged, so GM doesn't pay attention to it. Idiots. Um, and but then, it's still, I wouldn't. I mean, this is, you know, everybody's got their opinion. In my opinion, with the second-gen cruise, is it's it's a great daily driver hatchback. Mm-hmm. Like, something, it's it's fun, but, like, it's not as fun as my Sonic RS. Right, 100%. No. It's, I, I almost wouldn't consider it a hot hatch. There's nothing hot about the cruise yeah. hatchback. No, it is I a, don't think so. It is a, a semi-sporty hatchback car, but it's not a Sonic RS. No, I agree. I do agree. Like with that. It, so, like GM doesn't even have one. Yeah, I mean, that's like, something that they could have done because, like, see, someone mentioned in the uh, comments, we Toyota who hasn't really made they made the Supra and they just made the Corolla GR, yeah, a three cylinder. <laughs> that's a make, hot hatch that makes yeah. three hundred <laughs> horsepower. Yeah, twice, twice that of the Cruise. Yeah, yes, with similar displacement. But we aren't getting it. 
because they know Americans won't buy it. No, no, we're not getting the Yaris. We got the. We're getting the Corolla. Corolla oh, here. The Corolla. Yep. Yeah, the Yaris yep. GR. We're not getting, but the Corolla GR. It's an all-wheel drive, three-cylinder turbo, and it comes with 300 horsepower, and it has all the cool stuff in it. You and get that's all the cool stuff. Gen two cruise-sized vehicle, right? 100 percent mm-hmm. to a T. Yeah, 100 percent. And with it being a three-cylinder, it probably sounds cool because of the firing order. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it I has a neat sound. I've I've heard a few videos. I'm like, I, it don't sound bad. I had forgotten about the Code 130R. That would have been that? pretty cool. What is that? It uh, it it basically was like a modern Solstice. Jesus. Now that like I think a about car? it, yeah, it was oh. never produced, but it looked like like somewhere between a solstice and camaro but with like the modern round smoothed off body lines okay interesting lacoma uh we, we, i don't want to get into tech talk too much here because this is not what this is about shoot me an email at customer service at zsperformance.com or ryan.d at zsperformance.com and we can kind of spitball and talk about a few things but yeah um, i want to shift gears for a second yes, go ahead. we got to talk about trucks because <laughs> this was a debate a couple of days ago in the office yep. for like an hour Okay. We've got the Raptor, because oh okay, we know Americans don't like hot hatches. Yep. Okay, whatever. But we love trucks. Americans yeah. <laughs> and love, we love fast trucks. Tim specifically, <laughs> Tim is into like doing trophy trucks and doom yeah. trucks and stuff. And we were talking yesterday, like you were saying uh-huh. about because I was they, Tim was educating me on their the Raptor R or Raptor S. Raptor R. Raptor R, yeah. So there's a Raptor R and the T and the TRS. I think the TRX Dodge, and I I do not like Dodges, guys. So anyone here will tell you I hate Dodges. <laughs> But the the TRX and the Raptor, you know, Raptor S. And they come with these big, huge horsepower, supercharged V8s. And then we have GM with literally nothing. 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 They teased us with something like look, five years look ago. Look at me, or guys. I have a truck, too. <laughs> yeah, no one likes you. But Silverado LF4, bam. Would have been so easy. Super easy. Put a wide body kit on it, done. Yeah, like, do like. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tim. All right, because you, 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 we were spitballing a little bit the other I day. I think an LF4 and a Silverado would get about, like, eight, nine miles per gallon, though. Well, I mean, it only gets, to, like, 17 be, well, in the car. Well, to be fair, they all, <laughs> all those – the Raptor S and the TRX, they all they already get only eight miles per oh, gallon. Just, just drop down to a Colorado, then. Yeah. yeah. They already had an LFX, so yeah. plug and play, dang near. Al said it perfectly. Yeah. An LF4, Colorado. They were so them. close. They were you, you were right there. <laughs> like, like, what, what is – engine family away? What is GM's – disconnect with turbos and trucks i, I don't, don't know is they, it is it are they afraid they of it the, infringing on their diesels they, they like, put they put the two seven two seven four uh, cylinder in the silverado yeah although that's only coming in the colorado now i believe okay they took it out of the <laughs> the article i read this morning i thought it read that way but i don't, I don't remember off the top of my head so hey, uh, Chris, the, the, the ZR2 Silverado—it's still—it's not comparable. The to ZR2 the is nothing. It's—it's it's no. like it's a package. Like it is not comparable to now the Raptor the two or the seven Paris. Colorado. I hope to see some potential out of that, but it's not on the same playing field as the Raptor and TRX. Yeah. 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 Well, I say like, or instead of an LF4, put an LT4. We already have a supercharged V8 that makes 640. Yeah. Tune it up a little yep. bit, put in a Silverado, make an off-road one, and you're competing. Yep. GM does not want to compete with the other two, and I don't get why. No, I don't. Like, in fact, and we touched. GM makes great power. It's not mm-hmm. like they don't know how to make the power, so they're afraid to do it. Like, it seems like they're they starting to it. get trans stuff figured out. Starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, they have the Escalade V that just came out, like, this yep. year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe, who knows, maybe they'll c- there'll be a Silverado with that powertrain in it. Um, but but I doubt it. I doubt it too. <laughs> it's I or they would get smart and just put turbos on a V8 and just oh shut everybody God. down. Yeah. GM would never do that because they have too many old head guys and they're like, oh, supercharged the only way to go. <laughs> you know. But in fact, in Tim again, we talked about. It, I think you, 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 me, and I were talking about. It, I think Trevor was out at the time. But the fact that all the like, I think even Ford has like the Explorer ST. We don't have a performance like street truck. Versus Dodge is literally putting the Hellcat engine in everything. It's like it has an engine bay, put the Hellcat engine in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the SRT8 Jeep or the SRT Trackhawk Jeep, they are just murdering everything. Yep. We have the Blazer back. Why is the new Blazer SS an, an, an EV? <laughs> I get it. I mean, EVs are cool. And, I, I, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not one of those people that are against EVs, but why does not an LT4 why? Blazer? It yeah. Just add EV to the end. Yeah. Not yeah. SS. Yeah. Like, 
just had like Blazer EV or something. But why do we not have all like we they can compete on in pretty much every field they can complete uh, com- compete with it, but they refuse. They well, just well then like the Hummer is their super truck, but it's bad even it's on the paper. most pussified <laughs> super truck ever made. We Speedo, we already talked about the CT6. There's like two of them made. Yeah. So yeah. like, who cares? You know, and I think it's a sweet car. It's a sweet car, but they made like two. Yeah. So made, like yeah, that the, the doesn't total, count. The total production number was six hundred, and it, it, it made one engine, one V8 twin turbo. That is the only engine. That's it. And like to make only six hundred of them, that means like millionaires are the only ones yes. that got them. Correct. 100%. Like no no normal people got yeah. a CT6 V. It's yep. like the Ford GT. Like nobody talks about them. Yes. Yeah. You reserve it. You pay a million dollars. Sits yep. in your garage. That's it. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure the Blazer S does make a ton of power, but to compete against what Ford and the track are doing, because there's a lot of visceral people that still want the whole angry sounding supercharged V8 sound. Most people. I mean, uh, you I, know, I we're ZZP is a pretty rounded group. Like we we appreciate and respect EVs, but I'm sorry, the rest of America doesn't. Not yet. Yeah, they're maybe they're California. No, yeah. I don't but like know. everybody else wants a V8. Like, yeah. uh, how many? How many people do you talk to that are just not going to buy a truck unless it has a V8 behind it? Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Kate uh, said, what about the SSRs? Those are really cool and basically a truck. I 100% disagree. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing cool about the SSR. It was the biggest failure and the ugliest truck to ever exist. It was dumb. It made no traction. They had <sighs> a, a terrible – the LS2 in it, it c- you, couldn't, you couldn't put down the power stock. And so the only people that like them are old guys. They're like, oh, yep, I got my 35-mile SSR that I drive up the street and back once or twice a year. It looks like the car that I was born in. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> in case you weren't aware, uh, Ryan's not a fan of the SSR. No. <laughs> Nobody is. The, no one the like, dealership next I'd, to us I'd, has one. I'd, I'd and they, like, parked it all up in the corner of their lot on an angle. No one wants it. <laughs> no one wants we, it. We went to Tail the Dragon. You know, just this is a little bit of a tangent. No, go we went it. to Tail the Dragon, and there was a group of uh, Chrysler. Prowlers. Uh, crossfires. Crossfires. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> the same people that like SSRs <laughs> like those. They're all weird. That's fair. Yeah. Well, you like you, you, It was like 30. Yeah, it was oh like that. It was that oh group showed up. And none of, like, you, you're struggling to walk through the parking lot without them telling you about their stupid oh, Chrysler but, thing. Well, yeah, because they're like, oh, look at my rare blah, 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 SRT6 Mercedes motor. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it was brought up, though, because the SSR is is the answer. I mean, that's why we have nothing cool from GM. They tried once, <laughs> and, and that's what happened. <laughs> they failed massively. And the, the whoever's counting the beans is like, I don't know how this happened, but we can. This is not happening again. Yep. Yeah, but see, but see, I, I think the mistake out there is they. You said they tried something cool. They did not try anything cool. They tried they, something. They tried. They, they, they didn't <laughs> do anything cool because, God, I hate SSRs. Like, <laughs> all right, interns, car. never again. <laughs> yeah, the, it, who, the SSR was an intern project, 100%. I want to know who sat in that meeting and discussed that being a good idea. Yep. Yep. If you much. just had someone explain the concept of an SSR to you, you might be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, what, a cool, edgy, new truck that drives like a car and is very comfortable and has good power? Like, yeah, okay, let's see your sketches. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And what engine did it come with? Yeah. Like a, a V6, I think? No, it, it came with LS2. It did. It did, did have an LS2. Did it? Yeah, did it, did. It? it did. It came with LS2. Did they make a swap kit? Or did it come with a V6 no. that they swapped V8s into? No, the, it came with LS2. I don't know. I'm I'm 95 percent sure it came. Somebody with check on that. Yeah, for somebody me. check on that. But it, it does. I don't. I think it came with a six cylinder. If it. it did, then that's even worse for. Oh Perry great, Randy's here. Cool. Uh, gross. Awesome. Um, but yeah. Um, and I, I saw another comment about it too. Um, yeah, Jason Wilson actually a new GMC Typhoon all wheel drive. Oh my twin god, that would have been good. Just to, there's oh. another LF4 plant right exactly. there. I can guarantee somebody from ZZP would own one if they made oh, it. Heck think, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Okay. Take you have a what's the what's the, I think the new terrain you have a terrain you know your all wheel drive or even we'll be nice and what's the what's the um the pickup truck version of the GMC the Silverado pickup the um, canyon the canyon take a canyon your all wheel drive you put an LF4 in it bam you got a new Typhoon or Cyclone right there yeah. fly off the shelf fly off the mm-hmm. shelf it, it doesn't make any sense so it, I even it, wish they put the LTG in a Colorado. 
something. Sorry, that's a little off track, yeah. but like even that would be neat. But like they didn't even do that. No, they, they just put, the put LCD. a five cylinder in it, and uh, yeah, and a not even a five cylinder anymore. So they they put the the two five and, and then, then and three the six. late models. Yep. Yeah, but no, they. I don't I don't understand. Like, put it like this: I like GT the the newer GTOs, the Holdens. A lot of people hate them, but that was a better choice than the SSR. And then, and kind of going on SS stuff, you guys remember the Chevy SS? The two generations of the Chevy SS. Oh, yeah. Another Good thing car Tyler that, isn't here. Yeah. Another car that GM did not market. The, it's essentially the Vauxhall Commodore. They have the LS2 mm-hmm. or, or LS3 in it, depending on what you get. And they have a manual version, and it's a cool sedan, and it looks cool, and they sound good. Man, that is a nice car. It is a Nice car. Uh, I don't remember what the dude's name was, but um, he was another Tale of the Dragon guy, ex-Cobalt guy. And I sat in his, and I'm like, wow, this yeah. is a nice car. Yeah, they're super nice. But well, guess I what? don't think I've ever even seen one in person other than driving one. down the road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, one a nice, it's a nice, everything is beautiful car. It's not a Tim car. It's too big and boaty and heavy and it's whatnot. Yeah, I've always but, assumed it was just like the Crown Vic of Chevy. Yes, yeah. it is. I, in fact, I almost said that. Like, as I was looking at you and I thought, you know, Crown Vic. But um, it is a super nice car. It's just a big four-door. Yeah. it's So, they're basically straight up, they took the Holden from Australia. And just took off the grill and put a Chevy grill on and said, oh, it's an SS. But, again, no one knows about it because GM never said anything. Well, it's what we all wanted the G8 to be. Correct. Pretty much. Correct. But they just didn't. Man, a G8, that's a car that they made that – I've always wanted. Yeah. It's a pretty Man, cool that car. that is a cool yeah. car. But again, they did it wrong again. You know why? Because there's a GXP version that there's 1.2 of them in the world. And it's a manual six-speed sedan that's really cool with big brakes and all that stuff. And there's, like, not many of them. You have the GT. I didn't version. know that existed. Oh, you really? No. Nah. Look up the G8 GXP. There are. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, my brain glitched. I thought we were still talking about the SS. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, the GXPs are incredibly rare. Incredibly rare. Mm-hmm. But. Then they have all this cool stuff that you can never find them because <laughs> the only GXP I ever saw in person was auto swapped. I was kind of confused. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like a big. This was like peak of LS junkyard mm. swap. The when that was really taken off, and he had a LS swapped mm. or like the iron block swapped and twin turbo, and had a big auto behind it. And gotcha. And I okay. remember being at the car meet, and there were other people like, but. But you had the one that was a manual. Yeah, the one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> if I, only I don't. he knew what that was worth today. <laughs> yeah, and he cut it up. It's yeah, just ridiculous. But and yeah. that's Brian and I were talking. That's no, another example of like, sure, this was the really cool version of that car. Yeah. But it looked identical. Yeah. Like maybe GM, had a different front bumper. Oh. Maybe I don't even know if it did. GM, like I don't know why. And Tim, you can attest this, and Al, you can too. Like they refuse to do different stuff like i'm the perfect example sorry v-sport guys out there but the v-sport that's my number one opinion of that no one knows about the cts v-sport it's an lf3 car it's pretty peppy it's pretty sweet if you were to drive if you have two of uh base model cts and a v-sport coming at you you would not know the difference yeah, yeah. you would literally not know. yeah the but difference. they're completely different cars when you drive them exactly one has a cool lcd screen though the engine's different but the V Sport, just without the wheels, it just, just looked like a regular CTS. Yeah. Versus a BMW, which you can tell us about all the different trims of those. Yeah. They all look different. You know, like, oh, yep. that's a cooler version. That's yeah, cool. BMWs will have like three different bumper covers per body style. Yeah. To tell you what trim level it is. Yeah. You know, so you can look through the pictures. But yeah, that is a big gripe of mine. Like, yeah. why doesn't the V Sport have its own front, front rear bumper yep. and side skirts yep. that are like unique to V Sport? And why is there no commercial for that? Not again. Like, yeah. it like just, that is a sweet car. Yeah. It's it's like it's just pedestrian enough to me for yeah. me. Like, now, <laughs> like it's, again, like, I guys. I just could not justify spending that much on a V-Sport when a dude spent a third of what I did and has the identical-looking yeah. car. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of big on that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I if I want to spend – like, part of my whole idea of spending the money on a specific vehicle is it needs to look different. I don't want to be, oh, you got the base model. No, this is actually the mid-model car. You got to look different. Like, you like, have a yeah. badge on the trunk. That's it. That's it. That is <laughs> it. Yep. I, I agree with you. Like, if you're going to spend – 80 grand on a car, there better not be a $25,000 <laughs> version of that same car. Yes. Yeah. Better not be. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make 
any sense whatsoever. Trevor, you got some more talking points for us. Um, I guess we can jump into I wanted to touch a little more on the ATSV in general. Oh, my God. Lack of marketing. Yeah, so you you, you yeah. take, take that away. This I mean, is... it's a twin-turbo V6, rear-wheel drive car. I mean, uh, I was a mediocre at best driver and went to a racing road racing event and took second place with it mm-hmm. because the car is that BA. You yeah. know, like, that's a sweet freaking car. Yeah. All I did was put tires on it and went to an event and placed. Yeah. You know, but uh, where did, did where's you... the marketing? make a rule change in yeah they (laughs) changed the rules because of my car basically not even me as much guys grid life so grid life tim's first year that car technically fit into the street class they that next year they made a street gt class that was v8 v6 twin turbo and v8 cars to separate them from the street cars because tim literally came in his first year time attacking Yep. And because it was really cool, Grid Life had this toe battle thing. So if you paced your certain times in there, you would do a one-on-one battle with two laps and whoever had the best time won. Tim, he beat people that, you know, are well-known in the Grid Life community, beat Eric Dewey. Beat that. Granted, Dewey would tell you he had some gas problems, whatever. Sorry, Eric, he, he lost that one. Uh, <laughs> Chase is a race. Yeah, Chase is a race. So he did that, and he only lost to a Z51 C7 Corvette. Yep. That's the only car he lost to with the guy that was number one. Barely. Barely. It, by, I think I lost by .01 or yes. something. .02 oh, or yes. something wow. like that. So, and now if Tim, because then he took a year off, drove this 2000, got to be a better driver. If he went back now, he would have won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like. Yeah, imagine if we kept the V a secret, trained Tim up, and then put him in. <laughs> hyperbolic time chamber on him. Yeah. Like, that thing, like, the ATS-V was a, once again a magnificent car. It has everything you want. Yeah. Has a good auto, has a good manual, has a rev mass downshift in the manual, has launch control, has recaros. You could do all Voodoo, these traction control. Everything. Yeah. That car is a that is a GM built race car. Yes. It's got a rear axle cooler. Yep. A a manual transmission fluid cooler. Yeah. Like power steering cooler, uh, well, obviously that's not that special, but like big ones, like yeah. it had it had coolers for everything that you could Every. ever imagine. Yep, that is a factory race car right there, and just you know, it didn't really take off. You know, what? it looks kind of like a well, it looks a lot like a CTS. You know, yeah, it does. I if, mean, if people they, GM if pe- did miss the mark, they uh, just reading that comment. They I could have seen how they could have brought that back as a Buick Grand National. Oh yeah. If that, you just oh yeah, that could have happened. Oh, oh yeah, um, and that would have been cool. Um, let's see, uh, Buddy Phillips, you're just hating. I'll call you. I'll call you out right now. We I look freaking we, amazing. I thought we look pretty snazzy. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. We don't think. Mofo, in fact, I, I don't have a bottle. Give me a bottle cap. There's a bunch right oh, there. Well, there's no square drop. But motherfucker, we look great. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm haters gonna hate. Get your swag on. Get your game up. Oh, Bo's wearing flannel. Yeah, we're all just not here. Yeah, exactly. Um. But regardless, <laughs> yeah, it's Flannel Fridays. Yeah, like that's, sorry you guys Turd. are always on podcasts, but yeah, I'm I'm the one that missed the mark today, so that's all good. It's it's cold out today, but yeah, the just think of just think of this. They brought Buick, they brought this like an ATSV, swap it over, use the Alpha chassis, have it as a Regal platform, and do the LF4 all-wheel drive with it. Holy macaroni! <gasps> that would have been a monster of a car. Could have been a new Grand National. They could have had all these things, but yet you have the. Regal GS guys putting Turbo Grand National stuff on their cars and yeah, you know, and it's, yeah. No, sorry guys, I'm sorry it's not. So it's, it's weird uh, in general that they didn't market like they tried to market the Alpha chassis vehicles as high horsepower street cars, but the Alpha chassis is the best handling chassis. Oh my yep. god, it's so almost good. ever. Like, almost yeah, it's amazing. I've never pushed one hard. I, I wouldn't know. like um Ryan. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the ATSV outperform the BMW M3? It did. It I about, believe it. It, it, out, it outperformed the M3 and the M4 on track for pretty much everything. Yeah, and that was the bit like well then, done GM. Yeah, well the done cars GM. Were fantastic, but yet it gets no love. It gets nothing because it's not a BMW for that. Um, another thing. <laughs> so. Kind of on that mark, too. Sorry, Sean, I'm going to switch gears on no, it. No, no, we're the pretty much out of my list, so we got to just coast. Guys, and, and again, we're going to go back to the big three. We're going to Ford, GM, are, and are Dodge. Are we talking about it? Oh my God. <laughs> what are we doing? So you have your, your big three and your big V8 muscle cars, right? Okay. Why does the Camaro have 150 less horsepower than the other two? I'll give up. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm, literally, I'm asking. That's the question I want all of us to answer. Oh. Because... 
guys. Because horsepower is hard. That's that's what I'm saying. You have all this displacement. You're worried. Okay, guys, let's look at it. So we're just going to compare it. The Z0110 Elite, yes, it's supposed to be the track car. It makes all the downforce. I get it. You know, not directly comparable, but it's price range stuff. So that makes 640 horsepower. Your Dodge Hellcat Challenger and Charger Red Eye makes 770 horsepower. Your Ford Mustang GT500 makes 770 horsepower. No, there isn't an excuse for it. Just look, look what everyone's done with Junkyard LS swaps. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you take a 250,000-mile truck motor and make 1,500 through that's it. That's what – there is no reason a brand-new GM engine can't make that. The All they had to add was the power adder. Yeah. That was the, everything else was there. Yeah, change it. And even, like, the, the C8. Yeah. Pe- people throw uh, spooked piggybacks on them and are making 1300 on stock engines. Yes. And you're going to tell me that they couldn't add a little more from the factory? Yeah. Like, come on. I don't the – com- the big three Camaro V8 battle irritates me because if, you're, if, you, if you put all three cars in front of you, you would be absolutely stupid to buy the Camaro. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Why would you purposely take 150 less horsepower? I'm sorry. I love ZZP. Love ZZP. Yeah, if I chose them, GT500 all day. Me, yep. I would choose the GT500 any day. It handles the best out of all three, so the one LE doesn't even doesn't even touch it. And then it has way more horsepower, and it's way more refined. Ah, I smoked one in the Ion once when he was blocked into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably didn't even need <laughs> to be blocked into traffic. <laughs> now you're splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, Chase is a race. I mean, no, it is. I'm saying I'm, the Honey Badger doesn't need – you could have beat him anyway. So, But <laughs> – the, the new GT500s are these crazy, they have crazy cool Recaro's, all this cool, like they have a dial shifter, they have all these sweet things in it. Yeah. The Camaro, you still can't see out of it. Yeah. The seats are the same. You know, you, like they have the worst looking Recaro's out of all of them. I think it's a great looking car, the Z011 Elite. If I yeah. had to like, looks wise, it's yeah. one of my favorites. It's like, obviously, I'm going to put the Dodge to last for everything because I freaking hate the Dodgers. But, and <laughs> yeah, me too. But yeah, I, I'm so mad at GM. Like, why are. Why, if you buy Z01, you're just buying it because you like GM at that point because yeah. there's no yeah. other purpose. Because if you get the other two, you have more power options. I think bigger engines. No, not the Mustang. The Mustang is smaller engine, but you have all these horsepower. You're starting off with more horsepower. Why would you ever choose? And if you're one yeah. of the 2% that cares more about road course, the Z01 is amazing, but I still think the GT500 the would edge better. it out. Yeah. It, it, no, it handles better. Like they did times and it, and it beats it. So you have this crazy canard, arrow, crazy up Camaro versus the v- similar version of the GT500. The GT500 outperforms it. Yeah. Why? Why is the GT500 only being outperformed by, this, by the ZR1 C7, your Halo flagship Corvette? Why? Well, and you can see out of the rear window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot of what the people in the comments were saying is they can't take away from the Corvette's flagshipness. But hey, uh, Chris Craft, uh, I don't think there's anybody here that's not going to agree with you. Um, oh, the yeah. 2015 Z28 is an amazing car. It like looks it. great. That's Tyler's, that's Tyler's that's, favorite Camaro. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool car. I, w- I love them. I think they're sweet. Ca- yep. Came with the LS7, big old honking V8, and it handles really good. Came with Trofeo R's on it from the factory, 325s. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a neat car. I so I'll give, you, I'll give you props on that one. Yeah. But again, yeah. that's the last generation Camaro. Uh, that James Ruiz, I did hear that they put the engine in the Fiero because it was faster than the Corvette, right? And they were like, "Oh, we can't do that," so they like quick swapped it to the. Uh, I I've heard, heard that. rumors about that. I know they did. I that. believe it at this point. I, I know they did that with the Grand Nash. The Grand Nash had its power yeah. turned down because it was faster than a lot of the like C4 vets at the time. Can I give? Can I give GM a yes positive? Yes, hit us. Well, they need something. They need something. All right, like. This was a big victory. I have a real big gripe with how long it took him to do it. The C8. The C8, yeah. was a, yep. the C8 is a big victory. Well done, GM. It took you like 10 years or longer Too long. to do this. Oh, no. It took them like since the Corvette's inception to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because the Corvette was, it was initially made. The idea was to be a mid-engine. Like originally. Damn. That, that's disappointing, but, like, yeah. finally, like, we have the C8, and it's like, wow, like, that car, there was a guy that made a post, and he had a picture of a Ferrari, and then a picture of a um, C8, and they look similar enough to where it's like, you have to look twice to decide which one you like mm-hmm. more, and and well done, well done, like, you guys got that right, like, I'm not knocking that car one bit. Sure. The power's great. The looks are great. The marketing was great. Like yeah, it's a cool car. And then, like, this, the new ZL6, high revving, low displacement V8. Finally, GM, flat plane crank. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, about yeah it. they sound good. They sound yeah, real they good. Yeah, they did kind of, like, just 
they come out of nowhere, mid engine, yeah. and then a couple years later, boom, flat plane crank. Like wow. Like, and there's three more versions though, because they have the yeah. E Ray, the ZL6, and the base right now. And there's three more versions come out. Uh, what's the one with the uh, electric and engine? E Ray. The E Ray. The E Ray. Yeah, that I love the idea. I think, that, that. I think that's sweet. I think ever sweet. since they came out with that Porsche supercar, that 918. was yeah. that 918. I've like I love the idea of that because. Yeah. Like, let's say you have time, you're, you're waiting for a downshift. You have that electric motor already pulling. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So you have the immediate response of the electric motors, and then you have the engine to, like, support it yep. and, like, make it go even faster. Yeah, even like, if it's just an assist, it's still more than worth nothing. It. Worth yes. it. Yes. 100% worth because, it. Because, like, uh, nobody can get in a Tesla and, and get out of it and say, I don't like the response. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're going like, to. You could hurt. You can injure your passengers in a even a long-range Model S. Yeah. Like, you can injure a passenger. 100%. You could pull neck muscles and. Like, if somebody was elderly, potentially kill them if yeah. you just stab the gas yeah. without warning them. Yep. Well, say, because, like, again, the, the Corvette is coming with, so we're going to have the Grand Sport, which is going to be the ZL6-looking but base mm-hmm. model engine. Then you're going to have the ZR1, which is the twin-turbo version of the ZL6 motor. And then you're going to have the Zora, which is going to be their ultra-low um, production one. But that's going to be the electric assist front twin-turbo engine. That's I, I hear Woo! through the grapevine. We're getting four digits in horsepower number. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> but which again, there's no reason not to. Yeah. So yeah. Especially with they have the technology. Um, there was a. Can we scroll up and chat? There was something I wanted to address real quick, just real quick, just a little bit in chat. There was something. As someone said, yes, Tyler's our pinky, so I believe that's that. Uh, <laughs> that's Max. Max, yeah. So, Matt, I disagree with you. He said the Hellcat doesn't belong in this convo, IMO. The Camaro and the Mustang are much different than the Hellcat Challenger. Chevy won't let Vet lose a horsepower wars. I agree with that. So, I disagree that the he- you, you cannot disclude the Hellcat in that, in that. It's an outlier, but it's still in that. I don't even think it's that much theme. an outlier. Well, just the the weight and the power that it needs to make up for it. Correct. Yeah, I think it is, but in the argument, it's outselling both of them by full. leaps and bounds. So that's well, because there's other reasons for that. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's other reasons because people that buy them only do donuts and intersections. Well, yeah. that too, but like, I by the way though, nobody like, buys that to race it. So, G. So if you think about it, Dodge did the perfect thing, in my opinion. They market like what well, I'm talking about both the Scat Pack and the Hellcats. The Scat Pack, they are not fast. There's a 4,000 pound car making like 450 horsepower to the crank or 480, whatever it is. Not crazy fast. Enough, though, to sound like a V8, be remotely quick, and do big burnouts. And do big burnouts. And that's, 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 that's what the average owner of uh, most of these cars are yep. going to want to do. Yep. Do they handle yep. great? Absolutely not. They handle <laughs> terrible. But it's. A big car that does stuff and it makes V8 noise. And for what they look like, they look decent. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not a Challenger fan. I like the Charger more, but. Because don't the Challengers and the Mustangs now have a burnout button? They do. That line Both of the them front? do. Yeah. Guess what doesn't? The Camaro. Yep. <laughs> so, but again, so there, those are all rear-wheel drive, naturally aspirated V8. So you have your, four, your, your 5.0 Coyote Mustang. You have your Camaro SS. And then you have your scat packs or your just your regular ones they all, all those the the camaro and and that's why the scat pack is probably the worst one but they're making them affordable and they, they're just putting big honking v8s in everything and that's what people love to have right and so that's why but that's why you see everyone with their yellow color guards on going down the street <laughs> easy peasy no freaking problem but but then you get to then you get there every every one of those vehicles has a supercharged v8 version Everyone. Do you think people buy those those uh, lip guards to put on their cars? They they have, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, have them. they do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have them on eBay. You can buy color ones. You can buy color ones of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. that's great. That's we, funny. We hate you people that do that. Um, we do. We do. But, um, but yeah, guys, like. So, that, like, question. Yeah. On the, the big muscle cars. Do you think they're killing off the Camaro? I, I know it's will. rumored. I think they're going to kill it off. Well, it's. it's uh, the, they need to eventually. They it's it, it doesn't it's the least selling one out of the big three. The Mustang and and the Challenger and and Chargers have outsold them consistently. The the Camaro has failed. I mean, they could do something cool like bring back uh you know I saw somebody mention a Chevelle. Yeah. You know, GM could surprise us with like a a you know a Chevelle would be cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah. sweet. You know, I, 
I think it'd be fantastic. We'll cross our fingers, but I'm guessing they won't do I that. They won't do it. They won't. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> R would be awesome. All-wheel drive, two-wheel and, and that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's the Sonic R. GM. That's the what's frustrating R- about it, because like, they could. have all the stuff. The, the RS line needs to not be an appearance package. Yeah. It needs to be a trim level of performance. Yeah. Focus RS. Every other company RS. Put the rally sport. Bilstein's on it. A tiny bit bigger turbo. Yeah. That's it. Just like. give it more. Make it different. The fact that Sonic RS looks that much cooler, but is the essential same car yeah. as the other one. I mean, oh. I, I will say the the Gen 1 Sonics, the RS package <coughs> is a it is kind of a full kit. It's like, you know, it's huge. different struts, different springs. What oh, is different um, trains? Different too. wheels, different yeah. gear ratio in the tranny, you know, uh, different gauge cluster, different seats. Like it's a, it's a lot. The the Gen 1 Sonic was a pretty neat package, but it still only had the 1.4 liter engine. That's like, the issue. It's like, darn it. Like that oh. engine, that's that's an engine made to generate powder, power for your house when your power <laughs> goes out. Like yeah. it's and not meant uh, to go in a, in a, performance car yeah the uh, rs out of the box is a really fun car to drive oh yeah like yeah. Mm-hmm. so much fun that i bought one i yeah. would be curious if you had a bone stock mm-hmm. focus st and or fiesta st i guess yeah. and sonic rs and you hopped in and out of them which would be more fun um the sonic but on paper the sonic is terrible yeah yeah so. the, the sonic is more fun i rode in an st um i th- i think the fiesta st is a slightly better looking car yep um, you know, that, that's arguable. Obviously, that's yeah, my opinion. That's opinion is, yeah. um, but the the Fiesta ST has a lot higher feeling seating position. It does look higher for sure. So it it doesn't feel as zippy mm. as like a Sonic RS mm, yeah. does. It's like economy box. Well, but, but, but if a you focus, actually race them. A Focus RS? Oof. Sorry, Ford killed it on that. Oh, they car. did. They did a great job on it. it I don't looks, think. I don't. I don't. I don't know what Al's opinion is, but I've I'm pretty sure the three of us would own a Focus RS. I've driven one. And they are. It's not overhyped. It I is, mean, I. Yeah. I probably would just because two point three, uh, more space to squeeze <laughs> air into. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. have that, and then it's all wheel drive. When and they made the cool. the drift mode button, yeah, drift all of our inner ricers were oh like, "Yep, God. I want it." I'm yep. <laughs> But see, that's what people want. They want little gimmicky things like that. Like Ryan Ryan Langer at Langer Racing um, did like a, a bolt-on kit for a Sonic, uh, you know, a, a, sorry, a Focus RS. And um, it was like a colder intake, intercooler, tune, exhaust. And he shows up to the shop, pulls it right up front, and he's like, Tim, get in this car. And he gave me a ride. And I, I was like, holy crap. It's this thing fun. Is, this thing is amazing. Yeah. Hmm. It cornered very well. The yep. suspension was all stock, stock wheels and tires. But like, it was it was thing. fun and huh. quick and that's thing, like hands down. I think Ford is doing it the best right now. I think yeah. Ford, as far as their performance lineup, their yeah. styling, their, their styling, it's the best. Like they yep. cannot, they can't. GM needs to step it up hardcore <clears throat> if they want to compete with it. Because man, every time I see, think about this, it has a road presence. You can see a Focus RS coming. You're like, whoa! You're yep. gonna look at it. Even over a, ba- a basic ST, like you know an RS from a yeah. distance yeah. if you see yeah. one. Yes. Well, they did such a good job of differentiating. You yes. bought the expensive one. You didn't yep. buy a yeah. Focus. Which you is exactly what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Exactly. You can tell by looking at the car that it's a better car. Yeah. Even even with the Cobalt and Ions, you can tell an Ion Redline and a Cobalt SS from a distance. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, many, how many times have you been driving down the road and you see, like, let's say you have the top-line model. Like, if you have an ATS-V, like – People are like, what the heck is that car? Yeah. And you're like, it's just an ATS, basically. Um, but, like, nobody goes up to somebody with a base model ATS and is like, what the heck is that car? Like, right. That car stands out so much mm-hmm. that it almost is a different car. They, exactly. they look so different that when you park them side by side, it's creepy how similar they are. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as you move them to where you can't see them at the same time, nope. they look like completely different cars. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Just the little yeah. lines, the lips, the ride height, the wheels. It's all just enough different that it completely changes it. Well, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, I'll use a Mitsubishi example, the the Lancer and the, and the Evos. Technically, they're the same body. But you if you put a Lancer next to an Evo, like not the, the Evo yeah. 10, but, you know, because they're, they're like a little more similar. But you can you would never know they're the same car. I'm like, how is that? Oh, Well, and that's uh, BMW's formula, too, the same as Mitsubishi. They make their best one wide body, so you can't bumper swap them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's their – yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, like a BMW M3, like that's got some big fender flutters yeah, yeah. on it. Since E46, <laughs> yes. correct me if I'm wrong. Well, no, um, E36 had the wide body already. Oh, the was first E36 one. wider? Yep. 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 It might have even been that, like, it might, I think, ooh, um, somebody will have to correct me. I think the E30 was the first oh. wide body. Yep, you're right. I remember um, that. BMW. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because it's just, it's not much wider, but it's enough that it's like it was, not the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like yeah. it was six inches, yeah. but. But you can't throw the M3 bumper and rear bumper on and yeah. like you have a clone. Yeah, it's well, wrong. And that's the same yeah. thing they did with the with the um to do to do the ATSV front end on the ATS. You have to do the whole front end swap. Yeah. You, the, hood, the hood, fenders, bumper cover, all like different, everything. Yeah, you can't just swap one over to the other. Which, in my opinion, I get it. That's what I want. Yeah. Like they did that right. Yeah, yeah. I think they <laughs> did that very right. But it's well, just even like the Cobalts. It's a pretty expensive to convert a base Cobalt. To an SS. To an extent, yeah. I mean, granted, a little more things. It's kind of like the Evo 10. You can kind of swap stuff over, like the yeah. bumper, side skirt stuff. So but it's you, a little like, easier. The but side you skirts, you have to drill holes. Yeah. And, like, you, you have to modify things. you, you got to do a few work. more things yeah. for sure. So it's it's one of those it's yep. one of those things that, I don't know, GM is GM just frustrates me. Like, yeah. they, they have the opportunity. And, you know, I'm, and I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to nitpick the ATSV just for a second. I'm super nitpicky on it. Um, you and I the cluster. Yep. <laughs> the cluster. Yeah. GM, the ATS cluster sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want, I hope a GM tech is listening to this. You suck at ATS clusters. Like, why would you make it look like that when you have the Audi S3s and your your BMWs come with digital clusters? We have to retrofit the CTSV cluster into that to make that good. That's one of my favorite points of my two liter ATS. Yep. It's a not crappy gauge cluster. I am so jealous of that gauge cluster. Like, I need one. The ATSV, there's no reason it shouldn't have it. Like, the ATSV cluster sucks. <laughs> the ATS cluster sucks. That's a huh. really good point to the Gen 1 Sonic. Yes. Is you sit down in it and you feel like we're going to have fun. This is sporty. Yep. Like, this is weird and quirky and motorcycle y. Yep. Yeah. Like, they did a good job of that. All the small stuff is different. Like, that. That's that's important when you're up branding a car like that and again this is why the base model camaro like tyler you know swapped the digital cluster in his car if they had made Ugh. that car a different vehicle and done a bunch of cool stuff with it so like hotcakes yet again so i don't know gm makes me mad right now and i can rant about this for 30 <laughs> more hours because it just doesn't make any freaking sense uh, uh tristan smith um shout out over there um al um he his he's got a sonic gen 2 sonic mm-hmm um, got our tune. I couldn't get the car to work. It just wouldn't work. The ECM was just angry about all kinds of things. <laughs> he ended up pulling it apart and he found two collapsed lifters. Wow. Fixed what? it. Tune was perfect. Tuned perfect after that. What? Weird thing. Just, just to share some information. Like I, I'm going to have to, wow. I, I'm so, I, I would love to know how that happened and like how common of a problem that could yeah. be. Maybe we well. need to get better lifters made. Yeah, or go back to the old LSJ lifter trick, you know, some travel limiters and mm-hmm. whatnot, you know. But, uh, but, yeah, Tristan Carr, it runs good now. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Well, uh, last um, five minutes-ish, get your questions out here. We'll try to answer as many rapid fire as we can before we close. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, last talking point, weird GM things, Volt and ELR. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> you've driven both of <laughs> yeah. them now. Yeah, it's uh, – oh, man. Uh, unfortunately, I drove Teslas before I drove a Volt and an ELR. <laughs> so enough. it's like, um, good job, you tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, both of them are slow. Very slow. Like, so freaking slow. Like, it's embarrassingly slow. Yep. And they get, like, in the winter, like, 20 miles of range. Not even. Ooh. Less than. Like, like I, I will use up half – so, guys, I live super close. I live in four, two miles. It takes, like, it, according to the range thing, it takes, like, seven miles for me to get there. I'm like, what the heck? Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. It's real yeah. bad. Like, it, it's – I love the idea of it. I love it. Like, I rode in a Prius, like a hybrid Prius back in the day. I was like, oh, that's so cool that, like, you can see – how much throttle you're giving it and as soon as you hit this line the gas engine kicks on and then the car accelerates more i love the idea of that so this guy I'm, he's driving it around and i'm like oh wow it's things so quiet and it's all full electric and then he goes to gas it and all of a sudden the engine comes on and it picks up but like the elr like that thing is really bad it's yeah, really they slow. did it all wrong yeah, yeah or the, a 16 elr 
Apparently, that's ours, is a ours is a fourteen. Yeah, so it's 14. not the it's not the quicker one. Yeah. The the sixteen has the revised file that I I need to look into that and maybe I'll yeah. be able to upgrade By ours. The way, but I, I want to say I like driving the ELR, but it looks too cool for how slow it is. Yeah, I think yeah. It, like it like it looks like this thing should be fast and zipping. The interior is cool. The steering wheel. It is looks cool. like it should be a quick little. Like yeah. a hot hatch type car. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not. It's not, it's not and, and I love how quirky the car is. It's got push button door poppers. Like it, the door pops, so you don't have a mechanical lever. I love that. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. sweet. Um, the gauge cluster is full cool. LCD. Yeah. You know the the Q, it, everything. That's like a really neat car, but it's pretty slow and the range is terrible. Terrible. Um, Noah Hammock thoughts on CT4 and CT5s. I like them. I yeah. think they're cool. Yet again, GM sucks at marketing them because no. And also, they did stupid stuff. They said the CT4 was the same size as ATS, not competing against the, the M2, the super small BMW. Like, yeah. dude, yes, it's three series competitor. You're just trying to win your stupid awards. And then they they did the dumb thing. They didn't put a 2.7 in it, a 2.7 turbo instead of putting something in. But then they, they came out with the, with the high end one and all that stuff, which is cool. But. Uh, they look I, good. We've look, seen a couple on the road. Yeah, like, I think they look good. CT5 was a good way looking better. car. I, I'm a fan of them. I hope one day we get into them. But I hate them all. Well, yeah, it's too new for Al. It uh, just sucks that they don't have a mid-level sporty one. It's yep. you spend a million dollars or you get a regular commuter car. Yep. That's it. They is <laughs> no in between. Um, yeah, I haven't liked anything from this new Cadillac wave. Yeah, they're, the CT4, yeah. CT4's rear is weird. The trunk area and all yeah. it's, it's yeah. a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's... They didn't quite nail it. Yeah. The part that I don't like about them is is the current wave of Cadillac stuff is just like fancied up daily drivers. None of them strike yeah. me as a sports car. Yeah, and that's why I'm just like, I'm not saying they're bad cars. There's just nothing about them that gets me excited. There's only one, and that's the CT5 V Blackwing. That's a manual sedan. It's basically the new CTS mm. CTS V. That's the only yep. one that's kind so of so. How cool. many of those are there really going to be? Not going to be a lot yeah. of them, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Stephen Divick, before you belie- delete your message, you asked about LTG Regal parts. We already have a ton of them, so they're already on the website. You can look at the Z. We have ZFRs and Z Series turbos that bolt up to it. We have engine parts. We have cams. We have all that stuff. Um, Another question for us was, what is your dream GM car that Ooh. does not exist? Yeah, let's end on that one. That's a good one. Well, so it doesn't exist, then how would well, no, I know like, what it is? Well, no, no. You're saying, like, make your own. Like, if you can create a car. Uh-huh. That so would realistically be produced by GM in some weird, obscure world. Yes. You. Um, uh, I, I already know and wasn't prepped for this. A BMW Z4 slash Supra, but a Ooh. GM one. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Like a two-seater. Two Two-seater, like twin-turbo, six-cylinder, mm-hmm. rear drive, done. Yep, yep. Mm. So, basically, like I said earlier, a new solstice. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah, it's that cooler. Yeah. I'm going to go, first thing that comes to my mind, um, because GM, I think, is really good at four-cylinder turbo front-wheel drive cars. I agree. Like a Sentra SER. We were just looking at that one. Like oh, a like 90s. Oh, like yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, mine, <laughs> mine would be a, a, some sort of all wheel drive six or four cylinder turbo car. That is a straight six of some sort, like something hmm. like, even, it could be even though the, with our downpipes and exhaust, we have an ATS V sounding pretty good. Yeah. I can do the V6. It's just, I have this obsession with straight sixes for some reason. No, in fact, let me rephrase that. No, I would love a, like a newer all wheel drive cruise with like a four-cylinder turbo all-wheel drive i think okay. i think that would be a little so more, like a focus rs like a focus rs style cool with all the bells so like a gen 2 cruise actual hot hatch yes. like side yeah. skirts bumper like wing all the cool bigger aero, engine all-wheel drive all-wheel drive that's, all the cool aero okay. stuff that's pretty much the route i would go also okay yeah like not necessarily an lsj but an engine with that same type of reliability and performance capability in an all-wheel drive manual transonic. That would be sweet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go for sweet. that. Okay. So, Trevor said we got to end there. However, yep. we got we got to do the usual thing. What's everybody, plans. What, what's everyone doing? Tim B. Like, season five, drive to survive is what I'm doing. Guys, <laughs> tonight. F1. We are having a drive survive party at Tim's house. You can't come. <laughs> Only I can come. And a few of us can come. Um... Um, ATSV. Don't the Matt just say ATSV always drive a battle details. Don't the current 
CT4V Blackwings have an all-wheel drive option? I've heard they're getting Couldn't one. even tell you. Okay. Well, Probably not. Probably. I doubt it. GM Matt, wouldn't Matt's do it. right, though. That's one thing that I've, I still haven't lost hope of is that the ATSV can be a competitor in that platform someday. That would be so That's cool. a long ways to go. But yeah. So a, a BMW 3 Series GM all-wheel drive. So it would be, yeah, it would be like a CT4V Blackwing all-wheel drive. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Which they probably won't do. Uh, yeah, Randy, you can't come. Sorry. So, Tim, you're going to, we're doing, having an F1 Drive to Survive party tonight. Yeah. And uh, what else are you doing on the weekend? That's it. All right. Relaxing and, like, saving money for this racing season, which oh is going to be expensive. God. Yes, it is. Coming up quick. Whew. It is. Whew. What about you, Whew. Trev, dog? I, I got to catch up on stuff. I just yeah. got one of those, like, life catch-up weekends. Yeah, I feel that. Pretty I much. need one of those, but I don't get that. No, you don't yeah, get that. Yeah, they don't come around often. Nah. <laughs> no. Uh, I am going to the Drive to Survive party as well tonight. Uh, tomorrow, I may just take a drive to Chicago. I'm just, I need to get out and do some stuff or just sit at home and do nothing. Been, it's, been, it's been a frustrating week for me, so I'm going to just chill out this weekend and just kind of just kind of take it easy. I got to play D&D. That's the <laughs> weekly thing. Even though D&D has been giving me a character crisis for the past week, I talk, thought about something to figure something out, and I can't get out of my head, and so it's stressing me the heck out. Uh, so you know. Man, Philly D's pushing a button over there. The GTR got more aftermarket <laughs> support. The ATSV, like I don't, I mean, we already made eight over 800 wheel horsepower with an ATSV, so I don't think the ATSV is out of range, out of range of competing with a GTR. It's just like smaller ZZP supports the ATSV it's, instead of and it's the entire world supporting yes. the ATSV. Yeah, like it, it, I think an ATSV, if you gave both car a gtr and an atsv to the same company and we're like hey go hardcore with this i think that they would perform very similar i agree yeah. well bolt on for bolt on i believe the atsv makes more power yeah like if you just do your standard bolt on for both cars in the same year range so granted the, the the nismo if you say the nismo one-off you know nine billion horsepower yeah. gtr yeah. Or whatever yeah one's gonna make probably well, like a, 10 but years that's a behind s- yeah. that's a special car that like GM never made. Yeah. They didn't make a Nismo, a GM Nismo yeah. ATSV. It's just an ATSV. Yeah. But uh, a, a good, uh, an ATSV mod for mod does compete with a GTR. Like, but obviously mm-hmm. the GTRs get way more. So, yeah. Sorry. Al, what are you doing this weekend, brother? Hockey stuff and then picking up stuff. Same and putting old. it back down. What is it? And then putting it back down. Is, you going to start working on that ion anytime soon? You're going to wait till it's like summer out and you're He's like going to wait till it's summer out because I keep yelling at him for it week yeah. after week. I work well under pressure. Yeah, <laughs> if you put like out. two hours a week dedicated to No, nah, no, nah, there's th- – you're, you're right. There's a very detailed timeline plan waiting for that. Just not yet. A few more weeks, then we'll take off well, on it. As long as it's detailed and timeline. Yeah, okay. I By detailed, I mean like I have a rough idea. By rough idea, he means he has no idea. <laughs> no, uh, roughly around uh, like. A rough April. idea means he's thought about it. He thought about it once. <laughs> like April 7th or 8th. Oh, That's my God. roughly when I'm going to start <laughs> on oh, the just thought of this. <laughs> like, yeah, just no, it's it. a week after my meet, and I'm not, oh. I'm not touching right, the car okay. until then. Fine. Dude, okay. well, we, we, we got to shut it down, guys. Thanks All for right hanging guys, out. For coming. Everybody have a good weekend. Eric, press later. the stop button. <laughs> we'll get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well done.